0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this Netflix and Dill, we're discussing podcast fave Vikramaditya Matwane's new Amazon Prime streaming show, Jubilee, which takes us behind the scenes of Hindi cinema's golden era.
0: But first, we'll be sharing our reactions to everyone's least favorite awards show, the Filmfare Awards. We also want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Magic Mind, which we'll tell you about a little bit later.
1: Filmfare Awards is no awards for uh, adults or whatever the thing was, <laughs> the AARB Awards. Yeah, something yeah, like that. They should have some pretty good picks. Yeah. Uh, but before we begin, we'd like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people.
0: Matt. the AARP is <laughs> the American Association of Retired Persons what are those awards the awards for grown-ups
1: awards for grown-ups I think yeah
0: that.
1: but you Ladies. usually go Matt
0: Awards <laughs> for grown-ups
1: it's okay I can wait
0: Oh, yeah, it's the AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards, yeah. Yeah, I remember they
1: they awarded uh, Uncut Gems quite a few awards because it was good.
0: It was good, yeah. Yeah, people kind of knock on those awards like they're a joke. Um, I don't know if I looked up what they gave out most recently, but... I should.
1: It's a lot of super R's, but... Uh, yeah,
0: you know I love a super R. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Matt.
1: Yes, there we go. Uh, That's it. That's was uh, we've been
0: away and forgot how to do this, clearly. Uh, we've been away. We were in New Orleans for a week. We went on a vacation with your... Family mm-hmm. uh, to the Big Easy. I've been
1: telling people I'm 30% gumbo now.
0: You're 30% gumbo, yeah. Talk about uh, talk about good food, good yeah. drinks, good music, beautiful weather, so much history and culture. Humidity. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with Bollywood <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but that's why has there been
1: a Bollywood movie that we've seen that's gone to New Orleans?
0: Yes, I even made a joke about it when we were doing uh, a city tour on our first full day there. Uh, I don't know if it's quite New Orleans, but my name is Khan. My name is Khan, yeah. has a Hurricane Katrina scene.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. A, yeah, I think it was
1: a small town, but yeah, yeah. That was.
0: I'm so that's sorry. The closest I could think of to all the people in Louisiana for <laughs> reminding you of that scene. Uh, yeah. People like that movie, but I thought it was pretty cringe. So
1: it was incredibly cringe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, anyways, we have we have nothing nothing to segue from. We were on vacation. We're happy to be back. If you can uh, go, it, I
1: suggest you go. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah, I had a wonderful time.
0: Excited to to talk about our our main love of Hindi movies. Uh, so first of all, while we were away, the film for awards were given out uh, every year. I feel like I try to keep track of when the Film Festival Awards are coming and they always surprise me because I think they were they, sponsored by Hyundai this year yeah yeah and they they announce the nominees and then days later they announced the winners so Maybe it's just, like
1: Easter and they kind of uh, you know move it around every <laughs> year based on you know, the phases of the moon. I
0: just, I've just never figured out how to understand when they're happening, when the how nominations are coming out, uh, like the Oscars and like the awards kind of circuit in the Western world is very predictable and drawn out. Mm -hmm. Um, and blink and you miss it. And the film for awards have happened. Uh, so we were away. So came back to, to discovering, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. The nominations were announced on April 24th and the ceremony was on April 27th and then broadcast on April 28th. Like, I don't know what 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 they, do you they broadcast it the
1: day later
0: what do you like better like how drawn out the oscars are all the campaigning all the precursor awards i or don't like any of that do so. you like wow there are the nominations wow there are the winners
1: i kind of like that actually it, yeah. like, if they televised it here i'd give it a shot yeah it looks it looks like maybe not the most professionally run organization
0: yeah uh so caveat as we say every year when we discuss the film for awards i like awards i think it is interesting to look at kind of what a uh, film industry chooses to celebrate yeah um, i mean
1: this is back patting
0: yes it, it but, but but so are the oscars they all are um but yeah, but I it's put that big... This is the one that
1: has critics' awards, too, though.
0: Yeah, I put that big asterisk and caveat on our discussion of this that, you know, you don't have to take awards seriously. A lot of people over the years have said that, like, the film for Awards, um, that you can buy a film for Award. That's probably true, but... You can buy an Oscar. I, I like awards. You can definitely buy an Oscar. Uh, so... Well, no, you can't, because if you decide to get rid of yours, you have to sell it back to the Academy for a dollar. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: I saw an Oscar <laughs> there while while we were in New Orleans. There's the, you did, there's the link. Yes. I, saw, I saw one that the Disney Corporation got.
0: Where do you want to start? I know you um, looked at some of the winners, so I don't think you're going to be as surprised as past years when we've done this. I can
1: pretend, though.
0: Yeah, okay. Thanks, Matt. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, best film or start with uh, the do supporting the, acting? Do
1: the... um. The not-critic ones first.
0: Okay, best film. So, the nominees were Bad High Doe, Bool 2. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked Boola too. 2. I, I don't know if I was expecting it to see it in a list of best film it was <laughs> but,
1: admittedly kind of a weird year for movies
0: yeah uh Burmastra part one shiva sure gangubai katawati the Kashmir files which uh i'm not surprised to see in the list but we did not watch for this is
1: a film we don't talk about
0: propaganda reasons and *Unshai*. uh what <laughs> really <laughs> yeah
1: okay yeah so,
0: so what do you think one
1: uh this is a real bottom of the barrel year uh, if I, I, remember, w-
0: I wouldn't say so. I think that I think, more than half of these movies are, f- are very good. And I, I really like more than half of these movies.
1: So if I remember right, Bad Haido and Gone Goodbye kind of split everything up. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to say Gone Goodbye won Best Movie.
0: Gangubai won best film, yes. It
1: was a great movie.
0: Um, yeah, I think one of our favorites of the year. It
1: would still have been good in a stronger year. Like, yeah. if there'd been, you know, Sardarudam or something like that also in the mix. Yeah. Then things get spicy.
0: I wouldn't have been disappointed if Bad High Doe had won. Um, and I like the Bull Bullia too got Two nomination.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That is fun. Yeah. Name another awards industry where, like, the sequel to a movie about someone <laughs> pretending that he can talk to ghosts <laughs> is, is, like, award nominatable.
0: Okay, Best Director, Anis Basmi for Bulbulia 2, Sanjay Lila Bansali for Gangubai, Ayon Mukherjee for Brahmastra Part 1 Shiva... Harsh for Kolkarni Kulkarni for Bad High Doe, Suraj Barjatya for Unchai, and Vivek Agnihotri for The Kashmir Files. So, so the exact same film nominated.
1: I believe this also goes to SLB.
0: Yes, when yeah. it goes to Vansali. Yeah. yeah. Um, beautiful film. It's
1: a very well-directed film.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. I, again, wouldn't have been disappointed if it had gone to, to Bad High Do. But Gangubai really was one of um, one of the stands out. I feel bad for Garion. No, yeah, no, no nominations for Garion.
1: Well, it's yeah. it's also interesting that the two frontrunners are. I guess Alia is big enough. Like she's a big star now. Yeah. And she is in the two like big, basically the biggest movies of the year. But then the other frontrunner is Rush Kumar Rao and... Uh,
0: boomy Pendiker, boomy yeah.
1: Pendiker. like...
0: And also, not kind of... Um,
1: it's not what you would consider an awards-based movie. It's it's a comedy about, you know, yeah. pretending not to be gay.
0: Yeah, it's also... Well, that's what I was going to say. It's also LGBTQ2S plus content. It yeah. is, you know, like, look at the Oscars. Brokeback Mountain couldn't even win. Like, Philadelphia... I think, yeah, I think films um, with that kind of content often have an uphill battle, and so it's nice to see that it was one of the big front runners that it yeah. is being embraced, and I think it, I mean, we've talked about Bad High Devil before, but I think it, you know, it approaches that subject matter really honestly and yeah. really heartfully, so. All right, Best Actor, Ajay Devgan for Drishyam 2. Amitabh Bachchan for Unchai, Anupam Kher for The Kashmir Files, Rajkumar Rao for Bad High Do, Rithik Roshan for Vikram Vedha, a film that we still haven't been able to see.
1: We'd love to watch it. Send us a screener.
0: Yeah. Geo Cinema, why? And when you do finally come out, will you be available in Canada?
1: Yeah. That's like my most wanted to watch movie of the year. Yeah. I still never got to see it.
0: Yeah, uh, and Kartik Aryan for Bulbuli too. I think it's Rajkumar
1: Rao, but Ajay Devgan for Frederick 2 too would also be a very exciting choice for me because he's he's good in those movies. Yeah. But I think it's Rajkumar Rao.
0: Yeah, Rajkumar Rao. Like, yeah, I, we didn't see Vikram Veda, Um but
1: yeah, I, and Kartik Aryan I love, I
0: love Rajkumar Rao. I think he. I think that's a really good performance of his. Yeah. Kartagarian, no. I
1: think, was very good in Bulbulia too.
0: You know what? It might be the first time I've ever liked him.
1: <laughs> I liked I liked him in Luca Chupi as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, best actress, Ali, Aba- Ali too. Yeah. Oh, you already know. <laughs>
1: no, well, <laughs> that is a, as much of a gimme as I could possibly think of.
0: Usually, you're in the dark when we do this. I know, but like
1: <laughs> this year, like that was her year.
0: Yeah. Uh, Although,
1: yeah. didn't we? Who, did we? Did we officially say it was Ali Bot's year?
0: No, 2022 was the year of Shefali Shah.
1: Oh, yeah, see, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I went to Ali Abad for Gangubai. She beat out Bhumi Pendakar for Bad High Jean V. Kapoor for Millie. We've even seen Millie. I, I know That's it's available streaming, yeah. It I wonder if we could if find could another
1: movie about being in a fridge, or being <laughs> cold. Trapped! We did Trapped.
0: No, I, did we do Trapped? Yeah, we did. I'll have to look back. Trapped is great.
1: I think we did it in our Vikramidu Team Monthly episode. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, Karina Kapoor Khan for La Singh Shada. You know, not crazy about Lao Singh Shada, but I do think she's great in it.
1: It's an unforgiving role, and sometimes you think that maybe you should get an award for doing something that is such a pain in the ass to do.
0: Yeah. And Tabu for Bulbulia too. She was great. She is great. I have to say. I'm That's a, a strong list. I'm a little disappointed. There's no love here for Kiara Advani, either in 2 or Jug Jug Jayo.
1: Or uh, Deepika for Gary On huh? She was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know, like, that I, know. I haven't contro- seen. That had a lot of
1: controversies. So possibly, like, yeah.
0: I haven't seen Millie, but yeah. You know, I just think there were. You know, I reasons. don't know
1: if John V. Kapoor's got the juice yet. <laughs>
0: that's fair. Uh, Best Supporting Actor, Anil Kapoor for Jug Jug Jayo.
1: I believe that's who wins. But (laughs) tell me the other ones.
0: (laughs) Anupam Kher for Unchai. Interesting that, yeah, he's nominated, he was nominated for both Best Actor and Best Supporting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was, he was enjoyable in Unchai, but... I want the three hours of my life back that was watching that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Darshan Kumar for The Kashmir Files. Golshin Devaya for Bad High Doe. Uh, he's the um, the boyfriend the boyfriend yeah he's only in it for like five minutes yeah now. he's good though um, JD Alawat for an action hero
1: that's who should have won
0: yeah Manish Paul for Jug Jug J.O. and Mithun Chakraborty for The Kashmir Files
1: is Manish Paul the sort of douchey older brother guy because I liked him a lot too
0: yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he
1: yeah. was good. But yeah, Jadi Balawat should have got that one. I mean, I lo- obviously, I love Anil Kapoor. Yeah. And Jug Jug was pretty good. Uh, and he was also very good in it, but like, he's probably got a whole stack of these.
0: Yeah, I love Anil Kapoor as well. And I, I, I really enjoyed Jug Jug I, I know that it has, wasn't everyone's cup of tea. But I really liked it. Certainly
1: made Toronto look realistically <laughs> shitty.
0: Um, but yeah, I guess like I I don't know if Anil Kapoor needs needs another one. It would be nice to see JD Alawat kind of takes take that home.
1: And that was a fun role for him too.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a really fun role. Uh,
1: playing an eccentric father is not something that Anil Kapoor <laughs> needs more awards for doing. Yeah.
0: Okay, lastly, best supporting actress. So we have Moni Roy for Burmasta Part One, Shiva, the villain.
1: Yeah, she was good.
0: Neetu Kapoor for Jug Jug Jio. Shiva Shada for Bad Hai Do. Okay,
1: so she's the mom. Yes. Right? Yes.
0: Shiva Shada for Dr. G.
1: And in that one, also the mom she was also the mom <laughs> but she's been in a few things
0: she was also in phone boot she had a great year
1: yeah she was yeah. the Trudale in phone boot yeah yeah
0: Shafali shah in dr g as be said it was the year of shefali shah yeah and simran in rocket tree the namby effect a film we didn't see
1: i think that's uh john abraham in that movie um, it's, what's her name from, uh, yes. that's who wins. For some reason, her name goes in my ear and immediately
0: leaves. <laughs> yeah. But I do like her. Yeah. And, and again, like I, great year. As much I... as this is the
1: year of Shefali Shah and she was very good. I'm, I'm also wondering why isn't Shefali Shah nominated for the car crash one?
0: Jalsa. Yeah. Yeah. Or for darlings. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And why isn't, uh, Vijay Verma? For supporting, or maybe even, no, I, I guess he'd be supporting. Yeah, he'd be in supporting. Because he was great in that, too. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, she, she was fantastic, Bad Haido. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so just quickly... I don't know why
1: that name doesn't stick in my brain.
0: Okay, so then just quickly, Bad do took home Best Story and Best Screenplay, Gangu Bai, Best Dialogue... Um, music awards, best music director went to Burmasta part one, Shiva, lyricist also to Burmasta part one, Shiva. Burmasta
1: had a very good backing score. I don't remember the individual songs that
0: well, but yeah. like it was,
1: I liked the really synthy stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So well-deserved.
0: Um, best playback singer male also Burmaster part one, Shiva, um, best playback singer female Jug Jug Geo, uh, and now the critics award. Best film, went to Bad High Doe, it beat out Bedia, another film we cannot see. Yeah. Very annoying. It's also um, fun that a werewolf movie
1: was in the running for top yeah. five.
0: Uh, Jund, which we tried to watch we're having issues with z 5 so hopefully we'll pick it That's
1: up the again. soccer point. one?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Rocketry, the Nambi effect, um, directed by Aaron Madiman. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Huh. Uh, and VOD, which I've heard really good things about. What is it? That has um, Sanjay Mishra in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing like a psycho.
0: Yeah. Sanjay yeah. Mishra also took home best actor critics. Bumi Pendakar and Tabu took home best actress critics They together. split it. They split it, yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, Do you think that the critics know... The kind of consensus awards so they can pick other stuff because it always seems very opposed,
0: yeah. Uh, Gangubai had the most nominations with 16, followed by Bad High Doe and Burmaster Part One Shiva. Betia had 12 nominations again, a film we cannot see. Sounds cool, love love to see it someday. Bulbulia 2 with 10. That's great, I, I like that. Yeah,
1: 10 nominations for that movie. That is fun,
0: yeah. Uh, Gangubai Boot
1: police walked so <laughs> Boo bu, 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 2 could run fair
0: uh, Gangubai took home the most awards with 10 um, unsurprising that film is incredibly gorgeous yeah um, totally designed to clean up in technical awards yeah uh, Bad Hai Do took home 6 and Burmaster Part 1 Shiva took home 5 so
1: respectable there you go it's a respectable amount
0: yeah, yeah. I mean...
1: There's some of our favorites that don't get noticed there.
0: 2022 was not the garbage fire of a year that, say, 2021 was.
1: <laughs> and even 2021 had start of Dumb, Dom, right? Yeah. Like there's been really good individual movies each of the pandemic years, but I can't say that any of them have been, like, standouts like 2016. No. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of when we started the podcast more, it was sort of like lots of bangers and this there's been some really really good individual films but mm-hmm. uh not a general consensus goodness i
0: sense. i think it's really exciting to see such love for for a film like bad high Do, which again i also love um Gangu bai was i mean like obviously a clear like it's 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 an awards movie it's mm-hmm. it's opulent. It just, it has everything going for it. it's not boring either. Like, it's, yeah.
1: it it is designed to win awards, but also it's just, that's the way he makes the movies?
0: Yeah. But Like,
1: that's just his style, and they're sort of crowd-pleasing but also, like, really immaculately made things that mm -hmm. kind of bridge the gap.
0: But it's nice to see that diversity of kind of, like, this, you know, this very opulent period piece, this... Um, kind of more low key LGBTQ2S plus rom com, and then this like
1: ghost movie.
0: This yeah, this like ghost comedy, and then this kind of crazy superhero movie like yeah I think that's one of the things that we really like about Bollywood is to set despite maybe perceptions of, of it kind of being all of the same kind of thing you know like rom-coms with people running around cheese there's actually like such a huge amount of diversity especially with in genre uh, in the films so I think you kind of see that here by just kind of browsing through the winners so congratulations uh you know didn't quite line up with the annual biffle awards but yeah, those some. are those are a special thing
1: you've listened to that already so it's yeah. we won't go over it again
0: yeah uh but yeah like i said shahari
1: too really cleaned up at that one
0: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by magic mind Matt, as we said at the top of the show, we've been away on vacation in New Orleans, mm-hmm. which is only a one-hour time difference from us here in Edmonton. And while that's not a lot, even that little difference, we all know how we get during daylight savings time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: coupled with the stress of and exhaustion from traveling, can leave you out of sorts and jet-lagged.
1: It was like seven hours of flying.
0: Yeah, it, it was a lot. And you don't want that when you're either trying to get into the swing of a vacation or back into the patterns of everyday life. Nor if you're like me, do you want the jitters and headaches that come with a caffeine dependency. Yeah. This is why I like Magic Mind. It's a two ounce shot that I take either with my morning coffee, which I limit to once a day, or on its own. I love the ingredients, which are all natural and easy to understand. There's no confusing chemicals. It's full of matcha and agave and echinacea, which supports your immune system, which is paramount when you're traveling in and out of airports and cabs and new environments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also can't stress enough that- Go to in- a lot
1: of bars. <laughs>
0: yeah. In our case, yes. Yeah. I also can't stress enough that not only does Magic Mind help with fatigue and stress, two things that are the enemy to a vacation, but it tastes delicious. I enjoy it, which I think is really important when you're looking at creating new, healthier habits. Mm -hmm. I encourage others to try out Magic Mind, especially if, like me, you're looking for ways to cut back on coffee or eliminate it altogether, the ultimate goal. If you'd like to try it or learn more, go to Magic Mind's website, magicmind.co slash Bollywoodisforlovers. That's magicmind.co slash Bollywoodisforlovers. And use our code, Bollywoodlovers, to get 56% off your subscription in the next 10 days or 20% off a one-time purchase. Thank you to Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode.
1: So, since this is a Netflix and Dill, no music, but yeah. do you know what this show has? What? Pretty good music.
0: It has excellent music. That is definitely yeah. one of the things it's being praised for. This
1: is one of the <laughs> one of the times I wish I could splice some in, but uh, <laughs> what you should do is go watch the show. Yeah. That's my quick assessment, but yeah. you're going to want a bit more than that.
0: <laughs> so, Jubilee is now streaming on Amazon Prime. I was... So excited when I heard about this show. Because it's Vikramaditya Matwane, who does not miss. He is not just my favorite director working in India. He's probably my favorite director working anywhere in the world right now. He kept
1: with Ben Wheatley for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or uh, Kelly Reichardt. Like, I, I love everything he does and everything is so different. It's such an interesting range of uh,
1: subject matter. It's usually about a guy, but it also, (laughs) you know, A young man trying to run away from home, a guy stuck in an apartment, Mm -hmm. a superhero movie, uh, and this one with actually quite the large range of characters. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I just, everything is so well thought out, and I think he just has such a handle of visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. I've I've spoken before about how Lutero's the film, one of the films that changed my life, it's the film that really made me fall in love with Bollywood and Indian cinema, and the thing that struck me when I saw that film for the first time is just how he, his handle of visual storytelling. Yes. You know, it just...
1: The use of the seasons is oh, really good on the beautiful. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I'm, I'm on board with anything and everything he does. But the topic of this show also completely up our alley. It's about the golden era of Hindi cinema, the late 40s into the 50s, which is an era of Bollywood that really interests you and I, but that we've had not always the easiest time exploring.
1: Yeah, it's that sort of like you want, but you cannot have. Yes. Because... Uh, finding movies, at least digitally, from this era is difficult for us. Mm-hmm. And then, With finding good subtitles. Yeah, subtitles makes it yeah. twice as difficult. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, someone like Tommy Dan, for instance, is kind of invaluable in this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that's how we watch stuff like Madhumati, CID, Bazi, yeah. uh, Kismet, which comes up in this, as well as uh, Sangaram. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of been our entryway into this, usually mm-hmm. watching on YouTube. Um, but like that's the only place we can find it. But we do really like that stuff because mm-hmm. we like Hollywood movies from then, too. It was just an interesting time to be watching films.
0: Yeah. A lot of the 40s and 50s films that we've watched and discussed on this show have come up during our regular, our annual noir series, which is still my favorite of kind of the, the many different series that we do on this show just because mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's, They're hard to track
1: down and could be kind of challenging to, yeah. you know, watch. But it's been rewarding.
0: Yes, and the the challenging to watch is not because you know the movies are slow or bad or anything. It's just because they don't always have great transfers.
1: Yeah, uh, Guru, that stuff also really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, and so. And so, and you also uh, interviewed Jebrashie Mukherjee about her book, Bombay Hustle, which ties into this era as well.
1: Yeah, it talks about the four kind of major studios. Mm-hmm. Like, the studio system in, in uh, Bombay was really interesting. It didn't last for as long as it did in uh, um, in Hollywood. Yeah. And I think, I mean, spoiler alert, but this show kind of shows you why that yeah. started
0: happening. Yeah. So, so this show is is just like from the get go, it was completely up our alley. Catnip. We we couldn't we couldn't wait to watch it, and I do appreciate some listeners reached out once it was announced and kind of after it first came out. They um, know
1: us so well uh...
0: <laughs> to to let us know about it, uh, and I was just like, oh yes, yes, this is this is this is the next thing we're doing, um, because th- it's it's our kind of shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: so it's episodes overall the first half came out on April 7th the first five and the second half came out on April 14th if you sit down and watch it now it's very clear uh, where that half is if you're not keeping track of how many episodes you've watched because there's an interval
1: it's a pretty bingeable show
0: yes it's incredibly bingeable it was created by Vikramidhita Matwane and Sumik Sen directed by Vikramidhita Matwane and written by Atul Sarpawal it stars Apar Shakti Karana Aditi Rao Hydri, Siddhant Gupta, Mamika Gabi, Prosenjit Chatterjee and Ram Kapoor.
1: Yes, another one of our guys. This, yes. is, stocked From Udon. Our, this is stocked with our guys. So stocked with our guys. is a, one of our guys and Aditi is one of our guys. Yeah. You don't have to be a, a male to be <laughs> one of our guys. It's just that's how it works.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, like, I was familiar with kind of half of this cast, excited to see them, and the half of the cast that I wasn't familiar with. The guy boy, who plays Jay Khanna,
1: he's a...
0: Hand Gupta? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a real find.
0: Yeah. I, I can't wait to see them in 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 more things.
1: He will be Sushant Singh Rajput in the biopic, <laughs> because he's almost a dead ringer. Yeah. Uh,
0: all the episodes are named after classic Bollywood films, like Og... Barsat Kirat, Bazi, Kismet films that, uh, we've seen. that yeah, some some films we've seen some films that we've been meaning to see um, and there, there's very clear kind of parallels or references to the real life events and golden age of Hindi cinema but it is a fictionalized story mm-hmm. and while I'm sure there are any references that went over our heads. The ones that we want to point out are some of the characters. Chatterjee's Shrikant Roy is clearly likely based on Himanshu Rai, the founder of Bombay Talkies. Hydri's Sumitra Kumari is likely based on Devika Rani, the actress and other co-founder of Bombay Talkies, uh, they were they were married, and in the film, their characters are married. Um, and Kirana's das is A.K.A. Madan Kumar is likely based on Ashok Kumar, Bollywood's first super super. Bollywood's first superstar, uh, our last, I believe it was our last noir episode, uh, is, is about Ashok Kumar and. Was he in Kismet or was he
1: in Sangram? He's
0: in both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, those yeah. are the films you uh, And there's also references to films like Sangram. Uh, there's a whole uh, kind of audition scene that's clearly yeah. evoking Sangram. Uh, Mughal is mentioned quite a few times.
1: It's actually pretty funny. It's like. <laughs> Ram Kapoor is like you don't want to screw this up look at what they're doing over there with Google Asmi. it's been like five years <laughs>
0: yeah uh, and Shree 420 so again I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm sure there are other references uh, we didn't get but I this isn't like Om Shanti Om where it's chock full of all of these self referential things No. it's more
1: it's vibes it,
0: yeah it's 100% more vibe do you want to set up the plot for us Matt
1: Sure. So, Apar um, Shakti Karana plays a kind of character that I always appreciate in things set around the movie business. Yeah. He's like a fixer for Roy Talkies, which is the studio that yeah. Shrikant Roy runs.
0: And his, like, he is most clearly Ashok Kumar because, like, Ashok Kumar started in the lab and got his big break when Debbie Cabratti like ran off with someone else like it's very similar to how this this film how this show starts
1: yeah and so like a studio fixer would be like Josh Brolin's character in uh, uh, Hail Caesar or who was a real guy yeah uh, or characters in various uh, James Elroy novels Uh, basically a guy who works behind the scenes for the studio to make sure that the stars uh, you know, keep their noses clean, and movies get made no matter what. Uh, interestingly, like this is before the era of the superstar, so mm-hmm. he's just kind of wrangling normal guys, I guess. Yeah. And uh, this was Devashree Mukherjee's big criticism of the movie is that uh, the, the show is that at this point in time the women were the main attractions, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really focus on that quite as much. Although uh, Ati Rao Hydra's character is in like every movie that. Roy Takis makes and, you know.
0: Yeah, but they talk and they talk about her being a draw, but they talk about her being still secondary to the guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. but that hadn't really happened yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh, so he plays Binod Das, who is a Bengali guy. This is important to the plot. Uh, who he sent by his boss Shrikant Roy to Lucknow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to go find uh, actor named Jemshah Khan who has sent in a really good audition to play uh, Madan Kumar, who they're going to be debuting as the big star. Yeah.
0: They've announced their new- It's a guy playing
1: another guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They've announced their new big star as Madan Kumar, and now they need to cast Madan Kumar. So they're not necessarily casting the role, they're casting the actor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But like, the audition tape is a scene from the movie. Yeah. I I think it's called.
0: Yeah. And it's it's very clearly like echoing Sangram.
1: Yeah. what Bino Dust finds out on the way there is that <laughs> Jemsha Khan has been uh, pouring the pork, as we should say, to <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about James R. Roy a lot, because this reminded me of it. Okay. But he's been sleeping around with uh, Shrikan Roy's wife, the star of Roy Talkies. Yeah. And they want... Well, she wants to elope. And I found it kind of unclear what Jamshed Khan was going to do the whole time. Yes. Uh, also present is Jay Khanna, played by Siddhanta Gupta, who we think is kind of the breakout guy, mm-hmm. oh, along with Wamaka Gabi. She was great. Um, he is the heir to a Karachi sort of theater dynasty, mm-hmm. and he's trying to court Jamshan Khan to come and be an actor in the theater and kind of run the place, basically. Yeah. He's offering him, this guy who's like a very artistic actor, like he uh, his contract with Roy Takis he wants time off to go do plays and stuff he's a regular Keanu Reeves you know? <laughs> he wants to have a hand on the stage too, and this is before the idea of a superstar, so yeah. you're like, theater guys kind of think that movies are bullshit, mm-hmm. right? So, this is all in the first episode, too. So, uh, Binod is kind of talking to this Jamshed guy who is sleeping with the boss's wife, and Jay Khanna is there, too. Binod Das bails him out of uh, a tricky situation, so they have a kind of fun relationship right off the hop. Uh, but what year is it? It's 1947.
0: Yeah, that's very important. It is 1947.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, independence of India and Pakistan is just about to start. And the riots and mass migrations of a partition are also happening. Yeah. So, and this
0: all comes to a head in Lucknow, where these three men have found themselves and kind of are making, you know, Jamshan Khan is making the decision about where he's going to go.
1: Yeah. Is he going to go with Jay Khanna? Yeah. Is he going to go with uh, uh, Sumitra Kumari? Or is he going to go with Beno Das? Yeah. So, uh, and I I didn't actually know what he was going to do. Uh, he's that good of an actor. He fooled me. Yeah. But what happens is him and bino Das get into a fight while driving a car, and it flips over, and... Uh, Starts saying at uh, Aparashaki. uh basically <laughs> kicks this guy's ass while he's stuck in an overturned car. Yeah. And then he gets taken off by the mob. Yeah. And it just it just seems like pure mob violence. I, I was wondering if maybe Jamshed Khan was being targeted because he was Muslim and he was like kind of a known guy in town. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really go into that. Yeah. So uh, all three of them lost the thing they wanted. And Binodas is forced to kind of go back to the. Um, back the studio tail between his legs and tells uh freak and roy what happened uh but he does so <laughs> in a very funny room which we see a lot yeah. it's kind of like the film burning room this <laughs> is just a giant fireplace that they throw stuff in and he reveals that he's an amazing actor and he's been yeah. kind of mouthing along and saying the lines of this uh this um uh, Real that everyone has been doing. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at it. So Shrikant uh, decides to take a chance on him. Uh, Aditi Rao Hydri does not like this at all and makes it her mission to take Beno Das down. His his, uh, his actor name is Madan Kumar. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Jay Khanna is... He goes to Karachi after the riots and then eventually makes his way to Bombay where he's in a... Um, a refugee camp for most of the show. Mm-hmm. And,
0: I, and he makes the transition from theater to film.
1: Yeah, he he yeah. tries to get in at Bombay Talkies using his uh, friendship with Beno Das, but some stuff happens and they get split apart. Yeah. And, uh, oh, also, I should mention. Um, Nilofar. Yeah, Nilofar. So that's Wanaka Gavi's character. I think she's probably the third main character. I think Aditya Rao Hydra is more of a side character. Yeah. Uh, so um, Nilofar is a courtesan in Lucknow who was also sleeping with Jamshad Khan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, Jamshed, recommends her to Jay Connie. <laughs> And he falls in love with her immediately. She does a cool dance.
0: I fell in love with her immediately. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's a she's a re- another really interesting actress who has not done a lot of Hindi stuff, as far as I can tell.
0: Wamaka Gabi is... Uh, yeah, Siddhaan Sid Gupta and Wamaka Gabi, like, 100% break... Like, these are breakout roles for both of them. They uh, light up the screen, especially when they're on screen together. Yeah. So
1: good. Uh, she... She has a little bit more money saved up. She's got kind of a guy holding on to it for her in Bombay. So she goes there and kind of runs into Ram Kapoor's character, who is a financier who works with Roy sometimes. He was interested in the first Madan Kumar, uh, not interested in Binod Das, and then loses a bunch of money (laughs) because Binod Das is a great Madan Kumar. So, Yeah. He's another side character in this sort of seamy universe, yeah. uh, but she eventually works her way up to being a movie star as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of about um, these these various characters at this huge point of transition um, in the country because it gets split in two. Yeah. Um, but just kind of at this. At this important historical time uh where all of these characters find themselves you know in bombay and become involved in the movie industry and how they all uh the rise shape- and fall yeah the rise and fall how they shape the movie industry and how the movie industry shapes them and it maps on to a lot of my knowledge of this era of hindi cinema making It maps onto a lot of what I've read and seen uh, with this era of filmmaking in India, in in Bombay specifically, Uh, but it is a fictional story. I think one of the easiest references for this, um, for kind of what this film is what the show was doing uh, is Damien Chazelle's Babylon.
1: Well, interestingly enough, no one went to go see that. So Ex- it's actually not a very good reference cuz no one knows. Okay. I think But we'll since we it. did see it, yes, it is it is trying to not glorify that m- part of the well, movie making experience but like bring it more to light cuz
0: people in- nowadays don't know anything about Yeah, it. just in terms of like an ensemble yes. drama about kind of this um, this moment in filmmaking history when stuff is still being figured out and written. Yeah, it's Um, 14
1: times better than that movie, though.
0: Yes, it doesn't, like, that's where the comparisons end in aesthetics and approach. They are completely different.
1: Babylon actually felt longer, (laughs) and it was not 10 hours long, but it felt that way. It was three hours long.
0: Yeah. Um, I love this show. Um, Like I said, it it felt like it was tailor-made for me. Uh, I was reading... Uh, in Film Companion, that Matwane made sure not to use any handheld shots. Everything is done like of in did. a dolly. So yeah. it just kind of there are these layers to the to the show where you know it's it's very clearly contemporarily made. Yeah. But they had to kind of also recreate the era of. 1940s and 50s filmmaking in Bombay.
1: Like it's that and kind just... of a weird mix of like, all of the clothes look cool to us now, but they also seem very like 40s, right? Yeah. Like it's it's walking that balance of straight up period piece, but also still attractive.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has. It has so much, my favorite word, texture. Yeah. And I love the moments where there are, there are these moments in, in the show where kind of the filmy aesthetic of the 1950s and the more kind of realism, like contemporary realism aesthetic of something made now, start to kind of blur. Yeah. And it just, like, it happens so naturally.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just, like, it's movie magic. It's just, like, this is a dream factory. I think Mike
1: McHale said it best that, like, he's never seen a TV show lit this well.
0: Oh, my God. Um, And I would say that about so much of Matwane's work. Yeah. It's always incredibly well lit. Uh, He... The cinematographer, I need to look up the name.
1: Like, you're going to laugh when I have my point of comparison, but, like...
0: The the cinematographer cinematographer is Pratek Shah. Hats off to you. Yeah. Incredible.
1: The movie I kept thinking about while watching this was The Godfather. (laughs) Like, (laughs) super, like, I don't know, caramel light interiors and just, like everything is perfectly designed to where it looks the sets look amazing the cars look great the like all the the production value on this was great they spent amazon's money beautifully
0: yeah yeah and so like there's just there's something to be said for such a handsome package but all the characters are so well acted mm-hmm. and well written um I don't think I've seen Aparshakti Karana give a performance like this in any of his other films. He's always kind of a bit of like...
1: He's like the buddy.
0: Yeah, a funny side character. He really has to become like an unlikable dirtbag in this film.
1: Hey, but also <laughs> you kind of agree with him sometimes? Like, Yeah. He, he is just... Uh, he's doing a balancing act the whole time because he's pretending to be Madan yeah. Kumar, but he also is Madan Kumar. And then Um, The
0: airs that he has to put on and just kind of like... Oh, he's such a you hate him but you feel so sorry for him
1: yeah I said when we first watched it like you know if they stick the landing on this this could be Hindi cinema's Mad Men. yeah and it's partially because of that because having yeah. a character who takes on another character's identity after being involved in a sort of traumatic mm-hmm. experience and then living a lie basically yeah and getting riches and fame throughout that's Don Draper to a T mm-hmm. and he nailed it
0: yeah he he really does and he
1: is able to in the parts, like you said, where the parts where we're actually watching the film, he's evoking that '40s and '50s uh, Ashok Kumar. I mean, we only watched two Ashok Kumar movies, but mm-hmm. I get a sense of that guy pretty well. Yeah. Like he's he's imitating that sort of style of acting. But then when he's not on stage, he's a bit more naturalistic to what we would consider now. Yeah, and it's it's great.
0: And I love how the how the show shows him like even though he's the face, he's the one who the public loves, he's still he's employee, under yeah. the thumb of Shriekant Roy.
1: Someone know? tries to blackmail him at some point during the show and I think they said something like, I want ten lakhs, or this gets out, and he's like, yeah. look, like <laughs> yeah. I have a nice house and a nice car and stuff, but I make five hundred a week. Yeah. I cannot pay you this ransom. <laughs> Um, so that's like kind of the dark side of the studio system. I mm-hmm. like the actors are kind of seen as being interchangeable, even if you are the first superstar.
0: Yeah. 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 And then uh, Siddhartha Gupta as Jay Krana, he has this like there's this exuberance with this character who's, like, a real artist and kind of, for the first time, discovering the possibilities of, like, movie-making to... It's
1: almost as if he hadn't really watched them that much. <laughs> yeah,
0: to tell his his stories. And he's just, like, he's... He's real... He's really, like, uh, I don't know, like, just, like...
1: This I think he's, like, a Rash Kapoor type, or... Yeah,
0: but just kind of this, like, he's the soft spot. He's the soft center um, in in this show I think like you're rooting for him the how could you not the entire time he lives in a refugee
1: camp <laughs> you want him to try and succeed and... well and again
0: like you see how he continues to live in this refugee camp even though he's made like a Bollywood movie you
1: yeah know? well pre-Bollywood sorry yes, uh, uh, pre-Bollywood but uh, yeah Aditi Rahadri, I would have liked to see more from her she's uh, like kind of an ice queen type yeah. and extremely pissed off at <laughs> Pinot Das because she knows something happen and doesn't have the proof yeah and yeah I one of my few complaints about the show I got a few I really liked it but like yeah. I wish we saw more of her and specifically like her and Shrek and Roy actually liking each other at some point mm-hmm. and like maybe some movie they worked on back in the day yeah it's very focused on you know The day that the story starts till the day that it ends, it Mm -hmm. does not really look at anything in the past at all. It's very modern, up-to-date.
0: Yeah, the only flashbacks are kind of within the chronology of the the show.
1: But I would have liked to see, like, what was her deal? Like, why did she get so famous? How did she basically build this studio? Like,
0: that would be cool to know, but
1: you don't need to know.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean... It's already long enough. And Ditty Rare just kind of embodies the character as soon as she steps on screen. So, like, I understand what you're saying, but um, I still think, like, she brings a lot of depth. Uh, Wakima Gabi as Nilofer, so Just much. the other one
1: that you're rooting for the whole time.
0: So, so much sass. <laughs> yeah. So much sass.
1: She's also got a huge uh, crush on Madan Kumar, by the way. So yeah. there's kind of a couple, there's like a love quadrangle, basically. Yeah.
0: The show covers about six years, and again, I just I love the way that it weaves these these characters' stories together, and also shows um, that they might, you know, they might be writing history. They are in the process of creating this industry yeah um, that is going they're to they're molding
1: it into their own images
0: yeah and and this industry is going to continue and live far beyond them and their images on screen are going to continue far beyond them and it's, but
1: and the the industry becomes a lot more personality centric with the emergence of superstars and yeah. like writer director actors like Jay Khanna
0: yeah but their but their lives are are controlled by all of these these circumstances that are beyond their their control, you know? Yes. They have this mastery of the silver screen, but behind the scenes... And, and that's the great kind of juxtaposition about, um, you know, movies about making movies, is it yes. just kind of like, you know, that in front of the screen, everything is larger than life, but what's happening behind is, you know... Uh, a lot a lot more complicated.
1: Yeah, so something, another thing that this gets into is a lot of the politics of the era. So in yeah. addition to partition, um, something you would absolutely never see in a Hollywood movie ever is like courting the Soviets. Yeah. Right? Like the Americans and the Soviets want into the new nation. They want to promote their products and they want, you know, cultural dominance. And it was the Russians. Like we know this yeah. from Rush Kapoor movies and stuff that, like, the Russians really got in there and became mm-hmm. cultural trading partners. And there's a Russian... I'm guessing he's a diplomat. Maybe he's some sort of cultural attache. He becomes a fairly major character later on. Yeah. But it's also things like um, Beno Das and Shri Roy inventing um, uh, playback singing yeah. on the spot and showing uh, this other guy who becomes a kind of political later on who owns radio stations, uh, showing them how, like... Uh, also seen in Babylon, how recording on yeah. sound on set sucks, and you could do it all uh, um, dubbed afterwards. Mm-hmm. That was fun scene, but you also see Russian technology when it comes to wiretaps yeah. and that kind of thing. And that's where I got a real James Alroy vibe, mm-hmm. and I'm sure if uh, A.N.R. Cashup was involved in this at all, or like came on set, that's the sort of thing he would uh, go to immediately, use because... Um, uh, you wouldn't know this, but the American—the uh, Underworld USA Trilogy, which is the books that take place after the first—yeah, uh, the first L.A. Quartet. I don't know what they're calling them now, but the one that the Black Dollar is in. Mm-hmm. So the books that take place from the 50s and 60s in that world, like, half of the books are just wiretaps, and people are wiretapping each other, and uh, Hoover is listening into everything. And— uh, in this show, uh, Anatole Ryabchey is working with the Soviets. Who is mm-hmm. bugging this, and it gets to a fairly paranoid point. I wish they could have done a bit more with that, but it, it really mm-hmm. got to like just how this new technology ran amok. Mm-hmm. Like basically, everyone's office is boot- is wiretapped all the time. No one has any secrets, and it's Pandora's box. Once you let the genie out of the bottle, mm-hmm. and technology like filmmaking just kind of runs rampant um, you can't really count on what's going to happen mm-hmm. and I love that um, I love the the political stuff so it is a bit long uh, I would say that the sh- the episodes is, yeah. are measured pace (laughs) it's there's a lot of kind of melancholy thinking and Mm -hmm. you know mood shots so it adds to the vibes type comments so
0: which is something that i love about matwani like i i feel like he's it's
1: closer to lutera than any of his work i would say
0: yeah and i feel like he's always willing to let things breathe
1: yeah and this Uh, definitely breathes
0: yeah um but i mean going back to kind of what you were saying about um some of this um, political stuff with uh, the Americans and the Soviets trying to kind of court the new nation, and there's this stuff about, like, Hindi songs being banned on the radio. I just Some of
1: that felt a little forced. You think so? I think every episode, they basically took, like, two or three minutes to explain, like, here's a new technological discovery or a new sort of law that comes into yeah. effect that's going to... You know, come up. It could have been a bit more organic but also I was just curious to learn these things. Yeah. So, uh, but it did feel like here's history time for a little bit. Then it's back to the characters. For me.
0: It's such a, like, the show is such a big scope. Yeah. And I think for the most part it really balances weaving through um, kind of the history of the industry aspects, the history of the nation aspects, with the um, stories of these individual characters and their, um, you know, romantic entanglements, their career highs and lows, their egos, as well their egos, as well as kind of, are they going to find out this secret that the two, the two of the the four leads are are keeping because that's, that's hanging over them the entire time and so it yeah. just it has to kind of weave through all of these things and, and kind of propel you forward and I, I think it really does it with like a really delicate touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned cash up and so one of my big questions for you Matt is how do you feel Jubilee compares to Bombay Velvet? A movie that you and I Yo, are much bigger fans of than the majority of Hindi film fans.
1: I mean, Bombay Velvet would be like this season two. Yeah. Because right? it takes place in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bombay Velvet is...
0: And it's a gangster film. It's not about the movie industry.
1: It's a gangster film, but it also has that sumptuous texture yeah. and kind of interesting leading man, but... The more I think about that movie, the more I think Ranbir Kapoor was just kind of miscast. Um,
0: do you think it should have gone to Ranbir Singh?
1: I think Ranbir Singh would have been amazing. I, okay. I always like him. Even in Circus, I thought, like, at least I'm watching this guy.
0: Because he 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 tried to do it. He he wanted that role.
1: He would have crushed it. Yeah. Ranbir Kapoor has a sort of sad boy aura that <laughs> I don't necessarily think meshed with him being a pit fighter gangster. And but it. It, it, it's hard to say because like Bombay Velvet's a fairly long film, whereas this is a 10-hour TV show.
0: Yeah, I um, think I think Bombay Velvet is a bit more...
1: It's more referential. It's, like, it's more referential. Yeah. It's more pulpy. Yes.
0: And I like the pulpiness of this of it. Um, what's interesting is, is then that leads me to think about uh, Sacred Games, where you get mm-hmm. the best of both worlds, right? Because yep. you get half cash up and half much wine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um. I guess also...
0: I, I guess I just will say, if you like Jubilee and you haven't seen Bombay Velvet because you were turned off at the reviews, check it out. It's yeah. it's a beautiful film.
1: And also check out Rangoon. I mean, yeah. we don't have a huge love affair with the main actress's sort of political beliefs these days, no. but if you like this sort of early days of cinema type stuff... yeah, no. And, like, it's a lot of fun. And Rangoon, 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 Rangoon would, would be like, the one that comes yeah, before it. Rangoon is season zero of this, and then... Bombay <laughs> uh, Velvet season two, and then I don't know the Dirty Picture season. No, Om uh, Shanti Om season three, yeah, and then the Dirty Picture season four. Like, um, you could it- totally see uh, based on previous works, like what they could do next. I'm sure they would think of something better, but it's, you could see how those different eras could be reflected in a cool way.
0: It's funny because we just started watching um, the new Watergate show on HBO, um, The White House Plumbers, And as we're watching it, in my mind, I'm putting all of the Nixon and Watergate movies on a timeline Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> of like, so this comes before all the president's men, and but and like dick is in between there like i'm just able to like put them all on a timeline and you can do the same thing here with like movies um about about, movies about yeah movies about movies in bollywood uh and just kind of like
1: building up to luck by chance i guess yeah and the and uh the later part of yeah and there hasn't really been anything 2010s 2020s about movie making has there
0: not that I can think of. Um, I mean, an action hero. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah,
1: that's not a bad. That's not a bad one. No. But like, uh, I forget who told me. I think it was Roni Patra. But you on can just Twitter. kind of, yeah,
0: create a timeline. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, I think it was Roni Patra on Twitter, possibly, who told me that Matwane thinks of this as an anthology series, and he wants to do the different decades, and I think that would be fantastic. Um, yeah. Sometimes we think about like, would someone like Paul Mawuchuk, for instance, like this. I think this one he could watch, basically sight unseen. Like he doesn't. You don't need to know a lot of references. Yeah. Knowing about Partition would be useful, but like, it's a pretty good entryway, I'd say.
0: I think so as well. I mean, I still, I still stand by um, recommending Om Shanti Om to people who are interested in Bollywood who've never seen any before.
1: Because that's the most Bollywood. Um, this is. But
0: this doesn't have the same kind of. Um, Inside jokes. It's yeah. it's not... I mean, it's still meta, but it's no The jokes about
1: mobiliarism, like, it, the plot does not depend on you knowing
0: Yeah, like, the, it, you could just assume, like, oh, it's, like, Gone with the Wind, right? Like, yeah. you know, or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's far less referential. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, again, I'm sure there's some references that went over our heads, but I think, like, a lot of the main ones we we we, like, basically, we basically knew yeah. no we we were aware of the studio Bombay Talkies we are aware of Ashok Kumar we kn- no. know what Mogalism is so yeah. you know like it was easy and i think and
1: a sleazy money man type like uh, Shamshir Singh played by yeah uh, Kapoor like we've seen that type in other films so we don't need to necessarily know him or who he's standing in for yeah. but like kind of sleazy guy who started from crime and worked his way into the movie industry is pretty um, well-trod territory.
0: Oh yeah, and I think even though this is, like, very specific to the development of Indian cinema, there still are so many parallels with, like, the development of cinema in North America and in Europe that this is all very familiar. Yeah. Um, and... If you, know.
1: you like to... Um, Boogie Nights.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I love I love this show. Mawane's M- filmmaking um, really speaks to me.
1: I will say that, uh, so sort of uh, you alluded to before the flashbacks, every episode starts with mostly Gemshed Khan mm-hmm. kind of... Learning a little bit more about him, or other things that were going on at that time, and I don't know if it really needed that. Like, I don't know if anything came out of that that was super revel- revelatory. Like, he's an interesting character, but his his uh, his demise—well, his his ultimate uh, end—is probably it's the catalyst.
0: I think it's important because his his death hangs over. Everyone. I mean, it even hangs over Nilofer, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's everyone's guilty conscience. I
1: just don't know if you needed it every single time. Yeah. Like...
0: And I think also, I guess if you're like, doing it,
1: like, six out of ten times, it kind of doesn't make any sense, and... Yeah. You know, you might as well, but I don't know if it really added that much, because no, we, no, like, we ultimately don't really know that much about him anyway.
0: But I think it's more about how how all the other characters feel about him. It's that sense of survivor's guilt. It's that sense that they're building their new empire on his demise.
1: Yeah. And something that Indian viewers would know intimately, but does not really go into is sort of the chaos after partition. I thought there was going to be a bit more of that. And... Jake Hanna being in the refugee camp for, like, six years definitely points to that. But, like, you know, Vinod Doss drives home, and then it's basically business as usual.
0: And the show also understands the importance of cinema in um, in nation, nation building, building yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you have the Soviets there outright kind of say that. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've also seen that we
1: know it's coming up in mother India and
0: well, and it's in kismet, yeah. which, which we spoke about, you know? So like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think this show has so much depth Well I do think you could go into it without, um, any background knowledge with any of this i think i think this has been a really rich experience for you and i yes. as people who have been um trying to learn more about s- it. trying to learn more about the history of hindi language cinema and we've been coming at it from all angles right yeah. um and so i think this just like puts to puts into a little package <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um for us that is just so sumptuous
1: I think it's also really good for again I don't know why we always, we always do this but like for a gateway thing yeah. showing that there was Hindi cinema before the invention of Bollywood because Bollywood is it's 30 years away yeah so um, just finding out what another culture's early days were like is yeah. fun
0: yeah different
1: It's a it's a mirror to Hollywood you know yeah.
0: alright well before we ramble on more about how much we love this show I think we're gonna wrap things up
1: go watch it <laughs> It's good.
0: Uh, we will be back in two weeks. What are we going to be discussing, Matt?
1: Well, we're going to be checking out some <laughs> 60s murder mysteries. We're still in sort of a retro mood. Yeah. And what Yeah, is- we're still
0: in a retro mood, and there's kind of nothing, there's nothing yet that's uh, new that is kind of forcing... Forcing kind of the direction of episodes. So, we're going to take this kind of lull to to check out a couple of 60s murder mysteries. I'm and sorry. one of
1: these <laughs> is a movie that I have been curious about for more than half my life. Yes. Probably like 20 years. I've been wondering about this movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's called Gumnam. And uh, those of you who, well, if you listen to us, you follow Hindi cinema. So, we don't actually really know that much about it. But, it's an
0: Agatha Christie adaptation.
1: Yeah, it's a Ten Little Indians, I think. Uh, maybe. But where we found out about this was in the opening credits to Ghost World. Yeah. A movie we screened in a theater. Yeah. Um, but like this is a movie I've been curious about forever because it kind of... At least the one dance scene has sort of a kitschy <laughs> a kitschy nature that has been sort of attractive to Western audiences for yeah. you know as long as that came out. So that's pretty cool. We're also watching something called Hamraz, which I don't know anything about, <laughs> but I'm curious to it's find out.
0: Also a murder mystery from the sixties. Uh yeah, unfortunately, uh the other Hindi language Agatha Christie adaptation, I looked and looked and looked for it and couldn't find. So Yeah. Sometimes, that's that's sometimes how it goes. Uh, So that'll be out in two weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: Facebook.com slash is for Lovers. Twitter.com slash Bollywoodpod. I'm at at underscore B-O-W-E-S.
0: I'm at Ernie Fraser, E-R-N-E-F-R-E-S-E-R. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a uh, star rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. We do like to give a shout out to our reviews on air. So if you leave it on somewhere that is an Apple podcast, just like... Let us know. and then you can, the collect, only way
1: you can get a biffle point. Yeah,
0: then you can collect some biffle points. Uh, while you're doing that, you can subscribe to my other show that I do with Paul Matwichak called Trash Art and the Movies. We just did an episode, oh, about some erotic thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: everyone's doing erotic thrillers.
0: Yeah, everyone's very into the erotic thrillers. Uh, we discussed uh, a Curtis Hansen film and a Paul Schrader film, two of my favorite directors. So. Uh yeah, go listen to that. We want to thank Becca Dulkey for our artwork and Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for Jubilee Season Four, The Rise of Tuffy. <laughs>